Hi, this is Bob Brooks, host of the Prudent Money radio show. Just got off the air, and we talked a little bit today about what is unfortunately happening in the Middle East, uh, that Israel has declared war on the Hamas, and uh, what that means from a market and economy standpoint, and what are some of the ramifications. Uh, I always talk about it's so very important, and, 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 I, and I stressed this when I was talking about it, and I want to stress it here as well, is that uh, I'm not trying to suggest by any stretch that the uh, war and the loss of life is is not as important, or your 401k or investments are more important than that. I just I think it's it's my responsibility to talk about where is the risk created because of a, an event that's happening, and unfortunately, this one's war. Uh, but I really do believe uh, that that it's important to make sure that you are doing what your risk profile says to do from the standpoint of taking risk in your portfolio. And that's something that I'm always available to take a look at uh, as far as consultations go. The first half hour, there's always no cost to it, and we can set up a, a phone call to do that. Just go to the website, and you'll see the instructions for that. Uh, but it, it definitely does bring some some risk into the uh, in, into the uh, global financial marketplace, and uh, we'll we'll just uh, keep monitoring this, and I'll keep talking about uh, what's happening and what I'm seeing. The main thing that we got to today is uh, how to buy a car in a post-COVID environment. There's a lot to know. I think you got to be very careful because the interest rates are so high today. And uh, you got to make sure that you're making smart decisions. So we cover all that. If you have any questions, you can always go to prudentmoney.com. Send me a question. I'll get you taken care of. This is Bob Brooks. Keep the faith. This is Bible School Radio, KDKR, Decatur, Dallas, Fort Worth, and KYJC Commerce. Portions of KDKR programming do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or staff. Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3. Well, how do you go about buying a car in a post-COVID world? Today we're going to take a look. Stay tuned for Prudent Money. and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know, I do appreciate it. Number to call if you'd like to call in and join in the program if, with your questions and your comments. The number to call is 1-877-913-5357. 1-877-913-5357. You can also go to the website at www.prudentmoney.com and when you uh, get there, there's a a link at the very top, you can, that will take you to a Q&A. And at that Q&A, you can uh, send me a question and I'll get it answered for you. It's an easy way to get information. Everything is all at the website, www.prudentmoney.com. 1-877-913-5357. Well, I really wanted to uh, jump right into this topic that we're going to be talking about today. But I felt like it makes a little bit more sense to make sure that we touch base a little bit on what's going on in the Middle East. There's a lot of questions about this and, uh, of course, happened over the weekend Hamas attacked Israel. Uh, a lot of referring to this as Israel's 9-11. A lot of 
took a lot of people's lives. And uh, Israel promptly uh, com uh, excuse me, uh, declared war, excuse me, uh, declared war on Hamas. And, you know, if you remember what happened after our 9-11, I think you got to take that and multiply it times two or greater when you uh, see Israel fight back. So what this does is this creates a lot of uncertainty in the, the markets, in the economy. And let me say what I'm, what I'm trying to, to go over without, uh, without uh, uh, what I'm, let me say what I'm not trying to say. Let me say it that way. What I'm not trying to say is that, you know, of course, war of any kind is horrific on every front as, you know, thousands lose their lives. I'm not saying that losses in your investment plan are greater or important than the loss of life. So don't, don't take me jumping straight into the potential for loss and what might happen in the markets as, as uh, I'm not acknowledging what's going on because it is, it is horrific. I do believe as a prudent steward, you have to be constantly evaluating the risk level that is in the market. And it's important to evaluate those risk levels because you might need to change your own risk profile. So remember that it's still very early. There's, uh, I'm sure that this is going to be somewhat of a, uh, a uh, drug out situation. And of course, th this type of fighting has been going on for a very long time. It's just this one crossed, crossed the line, if you will. But even, even so, today, of course, the market started off down because of what happened over the weekend, but they, they all ended up uh, positive for the, for the day. But what the situation, though, is extremely unpredictable, and here's kind of that risk of profile of, uh, of this event. First of all, it creates uncertainty, and markets hate uncertainty. And I think that uh, what happened today was the markets looked and nothing was really going on or nothing was newsworthy of reporting, so markets just went up. If this war is going to drag us into any type of involvement, that's, uh, that, that will become a question at some point, depending on how long this goes. As we've talked, it wouldn't take much of a... Of a, of a scenario to tip our economy into a recession. And just about every single time we have a, any type of a big market drop because of something that has happened, didn't see it coming. And this is one of those things that we didn't see coming. Like I said, I'm just bringing, bringing it up to talk about it, to acknowledge the risk and uh, get you thinking about, you know, which we've been talking about quite a bit, but get you thinking about what is the risk level of the markets and am I taking more risk than I want to or am I taking, or am I taking just the right amount of risk? Something that's uh, extremely important. one 913 I do have a line open. Would love to hear from you today. What is ever on your mind? On Fridays, Tony Joe comes in, and I'm assuming that most of you are aware, especially if you listen to the program, 
you're aware of the uh, special car corner edition of Prudent Money. And so, you know, Monday through Thursday, we talk a, we talk pretty much about money, stewardship, investments, getting out of debt, uh, you name it. We talk about it if it's money related. Then we switch gears, no pun intended, to Friday, and we do the special car corner edition. And this was something my predecessor did, uh, I think, for about 10 years before I took it over. So I took the radio show over from Don Spear. Many of you remember Don Spear. Back in uh, 2002, and of course, along with that came Tony Joe. And uh, what a blessing he's been. Uh, I consider him a very, very, very close friend. And But what a blessing it has been to get to know him through and do so many years of work together. The reason we do this program on Fridays and the reason we talk about cars is that we want to teach. And what's inter- let me back up to this first. What's interesting is that the connections, the various connections between what I do for a living and what Tony Joe does for a living. I help people with money. I fix financial problems. He helps people with cars, and he fixes cars, and it's amazing. We'll talk about it, the misunderstandings and what people people understand and what they don't understand. I know that I, I consider myself very fortunate to have Tony Joe uh, to to play that role for me because I don't know what's going on with uh, with cars, and, and if something went wrong, I just would just take it to Tony Joe and know that I was being ethically taken care of. But we also want to teach you how to avoid being a victim of a uh, of a shady mechanic, and there's there's a, just like any industry, there's a lot of them. You know, I think what what's important to under, to understand and to realize is that at the end of the day, you are forced to trust the mechanic that you take your car to. And that's why I've, I've always talked, I've always said how important it is to make sure that you have somebody on your team that you say, this is, uh, this is the person that I go to that takes care of any problems with our cars. Somebody that you can trust because, uh, once again, we're pretty much going on and trusting that What's, what's being told to us is 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 the right thing. Plus, cars, I think you'll agree, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about this here in a second, on the inflation of uh, cars. Cars are one of the most expensive spending categories we're going to face in a lifetime. When you think about everything from insurance to gas to repairs to interest that you pay on a car note, and interest right now is huge, absolutely huge, that people are paying on car notes. So that's why we do it. Plus, it's a, it's a great, uh, Tony, and, Tony, Joe, and I love to do the program to get in together. So kind of selfishly, we do it uh, on a Fridays. But I know a lot of people benefit from it. And uh, there's seriously not a person that is smarter that I, that I can't, I've not met him that knows as much as he knows about uh, cars and how they work. So the interesting thing about automobiles right now is that, of course, as you know, over the past three years, the prices of cars has gone up, especially on the pre-owned side because of the limited 
of supply of cars and the, and the demand of cars that uh, is out there in the marketplace. And so what we've, what we've seen, at least this is kind of from my, my uh, research and just observation, is that the prices of cars has kind of hit a, a peak and started to come down. And I would say over the past maybe three, two to three months, it's started to come down and you're starting to see some supply and you're starting to see some prices come down some, and be reasonable. But now you're starting to see them go back up. And that, of course, can be a number of reasons, uh, one of which is the United Auto Workers strike, which don't see a whole lot about this in the media for whatever reason. Uh, but if we, if we continue to see this strike, that's going to spill over into supply and demand issues because of uh, measures they're taking in the negotiation process. And uh, that could really start uh, lifting up prices, and hopefully that won't happen. But that's definitely something that uh, we talk about on Fridays, kind of to keep people up, uh, to keep people on the, up, up the loop to what's going on. So let's talk a little bit about maybe the first question that you have, for most people do, is they've, they've kept their car for a long time. And, and what's interesting is people are doing that today. The numbers uh, will show that people are keeping them a lot longer than they used to. So, you know, maybe that, maybe that increases another two to three years or another 100,000 miles they think they can get out of the, 100,000 miles that they think they can get out of the car. And so you get to a point to where you go, well, do I keep it? and continue to invest money into it? Is that just throwing money away? Or is it a prudent decision to keep it or maybe sell it? Well, so we'll first we'll start there, talk about that. one 913 This is Bob Brooks, stick around, I'll be right back. The word for today is excited to announce the new official online home for the ministry of Pastor Chuck Smith and Kay Smith. PastorChuck.org. At PastorChuck.org, you'll have instant access to thousands of hours of verse-by-verse teaching by Pastor Chuck Smith from Genesis through Revelation, and full access to special messages on subjects such as prophecy and much, much more. Also at PastorChuck.org, a full library of great teachings by Kay Smith, and a section where you can read some of Pastor Chuck's books online, all free of charge. So visit the new official online home of The Word for Today and the ministry of Pastor Chuck and Kay Smith. PastorChuck.org Dr. Charles Stanley And because the man is a pastor of a small church doesn't mean he's any less talented or less godly than the man who's pastor of a big church. We need to get all off of those human judgments of men, godly men out there who are doing exactly what God called them to do. The teaching of Dr. Charles Stanley on In Touch helping you grow in Christ every day. In Touch, weekdays at 1230, here on KDKR. How do you feel when a flight is delayed or a package arrives late? When something we eagerly expect is slow in coming, most of us get pretty anxious and annoyed. But God's people are called to be patient. Tuesday on Focal Point, Pastor Mike Fabares says that if we really believe God's promises, it should change the way we live. 
But how? We'll find out when you listen Tuesday to Focal Point. Focal Point, weekday mornings at 8.30, here on Bible School Radio, KDKR. Welcome back. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thanks so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. 1-877-913-5357. Before the break, we were talking about the question that does come up. You've put a lot of miles on a car. You are at a, at a point to where do you continue to put money into the car, or would it be more... Of, uh, would it be a better decision to sell the car or trade it in? And uh, which, uh, which makes the most sense? So you go through and uh, obviously you know you got to take it to a mechanic. Now, this is where it's just imperative to have somebody you trust because this is where you could really get taken advantage of where someone says, okay, so if, if, if it... If the person keeps the car, the mechanic benefits from that. If the advice is to sell the car, get rid of the car, then the mechanic makes zero money off of that. So you really hope that that mechanic that you're working with, and like I said, I'm not trying to paint the uh, the optic that all mechanics are this way or that the entire industry is this way. There is There is an element of the industry, just like in my industry, there's an element of the industry that people are going to be self-serving and do what's best for them than versus the client or the customer. So, you know, should I keep it or should I sell it? And I, this is, I learn things from Tony Joe all the time. This is one of the things that, uh, that I, we talked about the other day that makes so much sense to me because uh, he, I sent a friend of mine in to see him and she had a, a uh, Jeep and it's having a lot of problems with it Had a lot of I think almost a couple hundred thousand miles now you know what Tony Joe says is that today going back you know probably eight to ten years all car all cars are built about the same quality and so there you can take most cars and drive and put 30, 300,000 miles on them. And so, but you, you got to do certain things to them on, on the way to 300,000 miles. So the, the question is, you know, it was, was uh, my friend going to have to put a ton of money into this Jeep? And so Tony Joe evaluated, looked at it and said, you know, I think that you'd be better off selling this jeep versus keeping it or you know turn or or trading it in either way and the reason was and this is what was very interesting he described he described it like this that she beat the system is that she didn't do a lot of the major maintenance work that was required of the vehicle at one point and I don't, I don't know what what point she stopped either skipping them or doing just a little bit to just enough to get by or fixing a problem here and there so what was happening is she was putting up with problems that were resulting as a uh, as a result of not doing maintenance like she should have and she's gotten to a point 
to where the problems have turned into major problems. So not only is, does she need to fix the major problems, she would have to turn back around and get all the maintenance work caught up. So we would, you know, we're talking a lot of money here to, uh, to take care of this vehicle and get it back up to, to uh, good, uh, in good order. Now, you know, keep in mind that uh, a lot of this could be safety issues that need to be fixed and taken care of. So if you are in a situation where you said, you know, I want, I've, I've done my maintenances, I've kept up, I've kept, I've kept up with the things I'm supposed to keep up with, uh, changed the things I'm supposed to change, the oil changes and that type of thing. Now my, you say my car needs a water pump and a couple of other things done to it. Tony Joji says, change the things that, with the car that are safety issues at least until you can get more into your budget to pay for the rest of it. That was the advice that he gave if you were, you know, little things were a little bit tight like they are with inflation being what it is. And to make sure that you fix the safety issues first, then, uh, then, then going through and trying to, to do all of it that, that you, can't, you can't afford at the moment. So if we're going to go out and buy a car, Here's some things to think about. I think one of the most important things that you want to do is always, and we're going to talk about that homework, but do your homework before you go out to buy a car. I think that that is one of the most important things that you can do. So you know the numbers. You know you're not going to get swept up in, to, in the emotion of car buying, which is very, it's a very real thing. And so the minute that you step into a dealership and you haven't done your homework, you're already at a disadvantage because that's when you're going to start rationalizing this, rationalizing the payment, rationalizing the interest rate, and it goes on and on until you've put yourself into a situation where you go, you know, if I cut back on this or cut back on that, I can afford this when probably it might make sense to spend less uh, there's an article that we probably won't get to today, but I'll definitely talk about it tomorrow. That talks about the with the cost of the automobiles being way what it is today, that it makes sense to um, to go through this one formula, which I thought was was kind of I don't know that I disagreed with it, but I thought it was, was pretty good. So one of the nice things about the internet is that you can get a good feel for pre-owned prices. And uh, the one that I always, the, the site that I always like to go through, no, this is not an advertisement for us, it's just one of the many that are out there, it's autotrader.com. So you can go through and do a search. They have a filter on the, the search on the, on the internet site, the website. And you plug in miles and whether you want it to have a warranty on it, whether you want it to be two-wheel or four-wheel drive or the color and all these things. And so you basically build on the, the filter the car that you, that you want. <coughs> Excuse me. And then, then you go through all over the country 
and and go okay what's well, the highest price and make note of the, the mileage and the lowest price and make notice of the uh, of the the the, the uh, pricing the price number now one thing that I that I, I definitely want to make sure and mention is if there is a vehicle that is far and beyond much cheaper than the rest of the majority of cars there's something got to be wrong with it because nobody just unless it's a very unique situation where the person's giving it away there rarely do you see a car that that is underpriced a great deal from the rest of the pack but you can start to see cars uh, car uh, dealerships getting to a point where They've had this car, and it cost, it cost them to carry a car on their lot. And then, you know, interest rates affects them too. So higher interest rates makes it a higher borrowing cost to, to, uh, to pay the bank. Then you start to get an idea of what the, about the average medium price is of the car that you want to, uh, to look at. The next thing you would do is go compare that price to the prices at a site like Kelly Blue Book, that KBB.com, I believe. And you go to that site and you plug in the information and the condition of the vehicle, and they give you an idea of what the price range is for the car. So you're getting a look at all the, the, the price range from a several different resources. And uh, then the, finally, you can always, if you're if you're trying to value your car to sell it or to trade it in, you can always go and take it to. A, there's a lot of dealerships that do this. That will give you a bid for your car and buy it outright, and uh, you don't have to deal with the trading the trade in. So you'll you'll get that number as well. So you're armed with a lot of different numbers. Now here, when I was talking about a situation where the price of the vehicle was a lot less than the rest of the pack. You can always go, and, and a lot of uh, sites will include these for free. If not, you can pay for a subscription, and, uh, you, and, you, can get it up, and you can look it up for any car. But it's called a Carfax. It basically gives the history of the car, and it tells the car's been in any wrecks, as much information as it uh, as is reported, it's, it's it's reported back to you through CarMax. You can see every time it was sold. In, and most importantly, you can see how long the car has been at the dealership, sitting there for sale. Because when you have a car that's been there for two or three months, they start getting motivated to sell it because it's costing them money to keep it. So Carfax is an invaluable aid. To, uh, to have, to give you that information. And uh, it, it tells you something about wrecks also that we'll talk about tomorrow. I still have a lot to cover on what you need to go through and check and understand about a car and its value. And that's, that's the big problem today is they're, they're very highly valued. This is Bob Brooks. If you have a question for me, please go to the website at prudentmoney.com and send it in because we are all out of time. Till we do meet again next time, keep the faith and have a great rest of the day.
That's all the time we have for today. Questions or comments for Bob or to find out more great information like what you've just heard, visit www.prudentmoney.com. Be sure to join Bob Brooks again for the next edition of Prudent Money. Prudent.